I'm ready. And we, and we are, are preoccupied, preoccupied gals. gals. <laughs> hey, girl. How you been? I've been good. It's been like a week since we've recorded. I'm so excited to record today's episode. Me I too. missed it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I was looking forward to it. But I was thinking about like food because we were eating a snack right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have like any weird food combinations that you really like? Yes. What? I really like popcorn with mustard. Oh, I was gonna. I was thinking ketchup. Have you tried it with ketchup? No, it's pretty good. Like yeah? it's kind of like sweet, oh. and like the saltiness from the popcorn. It's like really good. But I didn't try mustard. Mustard, and I like sopa de fidel with mayo in it. Mayo. Mm-hmm. What What does that taste like? I don't or know. Like, it adds like a creaminess to it. It's kind of like crema when you add crema to it, or yeah. Ooh. But the like mayo that. gives it like a more. The, when you add crema, it makes it more bitter. But uh-huh. when you add mayo, it gives it more savory. Ooh, I need to try that. That one's kind of weird. It's bomb, though. <laughs> Do you <clears throat> add cheese to it or just, like, the mayo? Just the mayo. Mm. What about you? Uh, I want to say it's, like, too weird, but I really like pickles with hot Cheetos. Like, crumble up the Ooh. hot Cheetos and then you make you make the pickles powdery with it. It's really good. I haven't tried that. Yeah, it's good. Well, do you like pickles? Yes. Okay, okay. You should try it. Who would like it? Pickles. Ooh, I like to put... You know those little peppers, the uh-huh. ones that they're not spicy. You put cream cheese in it, and then hot Cheetos or takis. Oh yes, Ooh, I was obsessed so with that good. for a while. I've and then I would that. get spicy jalapenos though. And one time I touched my stomach, like I literally didn't use gloves when I was stuffing it, and I touched my stomach and it started burning. Are dude. you serious? It was so bad. <laughs> like I felt like I had a third degree burn. Okay, people, don't touch. <laughs> jalapenos and then your, your stomach skin, yeah don't touch it <laughs> especially your eyes like that's a big no-no that's never happened to me <laughs> <laughs> that's good girl anything else that you like um weird food combinations that i like those are the two weirdest ones for me i don't know i don't think i like anything i mean but weird. i'm a condiment girl oh so if my food doesn't have its condiment that i need <laughs> yeah i can't eat it like my pizza needs to have ranch for sure. If there's no ranch, it's not an enjoyable it's experience. Yeah. If I don't have like limon on my tacos mm-hmm. or, or salsa, salsa. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Me either. I agree with you 100%. 110%. Or like if I'm eating, I don't know, a sandwich or anything that needs a sauce. If there's no sauce, I can't eat I it. I don't get, I don't understand people who don't like sauces. Like Trisha Paytas. Do you know her? Yes. She doesn't like sauces. Dude, a lot of my cousins don't like ranch. What? I know. We're literally talking about how we feel bad for countries that don't have ranch. (laughs) Dude, I know. (laughs) Such an American thing to say. (laughs) Dude, I know, like, in Mexico, they don't have ranch. Do they know? Um, The last time I went, they did, but it's not the same. It's nasty. It's, yeah. It's kind of like more, I don't know. It seemed like they added Lucas powder to it or something. What? Like it's spicy? (laughs) Like lemony? (laughs) Maybe it's a Caesar. Like they make it like a Caesar. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, or have you tried the, the one chip challenge? No. Okay, so I used to work at a school and one of our students brought the one chip challenge uh-huh. and he dared one like another student to eat it and they ended up getting sent to the nurse's office because 
like their face was on fire they were crying like it was really serious? bad yeah did they call the ambulance they didn't i think he ended up going home though because it was that bad and he was like rubbing his face and everything oh, no. so then the other kid got like in trouble for it oh there was one time where me and david went to kicking crab mm-hmm and he got the they have like a diablo sauce that is not on the menu really yeah it's like off the menu it's like a secret sauce no way i didn't know that yeah because one of my old friends she told me about it Mm -hmm. so then we went to gig and crab and david was like oh can i get the diablo sauce on the side make it spicy (laughs) and the guy was like are you sure it's already spicy and so they brought it out and it was really spicy and david was eating it and he was like he was dying like boogers were coming out yeah tears. like he was dying and he was like and my ear started ringing like i couldn't focus so he went to the bathroom mm-hmm. and he had to go pee so he went to the bathroom to pee <laughs> and then he comes back and then we're sitting there and then i notice he starts panicking oh my god please don't tell me <laughs> something was burning <laughs> I panicking. and then he comes he's like Dude, and I'm like, what? He's like, I just went to the bathroom with my spicy hands, you know? Now I'm feeling really spicy in his genital region. <laughs> so he rushes to the bathroom, and I'm like sitting there at the kitchen crab alone. Like, it's been like five minutes oh already. Oh my God. You're like, and I'm like, up the waiting. Stream, yeah, <laughs> like, I already paid and everything. <laughs> I'm like, waiting for David, and then he comes out, and he's like, dude, that was crazy. He's like, I had to be washing myself. Like, Right there in the sink, like oh I was hoping God. nobody would walk in. <laughs> like, sorry guys, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, but he really felt like he was gonna die in that moment. Oh my God, near death experience. Literally a near death experience from the Diablo sauce. No wonder it's not on the menu. Yeah, I was also reading about this other lady's near death experience. Her name is Sharon Milliman. But this girl in two thousand five. She was like chilling in the back of her house, mm-hmm. you know, talking on the phone. It was it was a 2005, so she had a cordless phone. Okay. Like. And she started hearing thunder, and then it started raining, and she was like, oh, man, you know. And then she saw a lightning bolt come from the sky, and it hit her right in the arm. Oh, hell no. Yes. That's like one of my biggest fears. Dude, I know. It's so scary. So she said that. It passed through her body to underneath the house and hit the transformer that's in front of her house. What? I guess she like felt agonizing pain that lasted only a minute, but like it was so bad that she said that it felt like it lasted forever because it was so painful. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she just felt like she was peeling out of her body. Oh my god, from the pain! Like she no, like she like she oh, was like, peeling. Oh, out like of, literally, like her soul. Kind like of- her soul was coming out. Yeah. So she gets up and she walks into her house and she's like looking around, but she notices that all the furniture is different, but it's still her house. Like yeah. she knows where everything's at. Yeah. And then just as soon as she feels like she's going to start panicking at this point, she's not aware that she's dead yet. Mm-hmm. So she's like starting to panic a little. And then she just feels this like huge presence. Like she feels this huge presence and it's like the presence of love and compassion oh my god how beautiful yeah so she was like after that i i didn't feel like i was afraid anymore Mm -hmm. she said she started feeling like they were moving quickly through pink clouds wow yeah and then like at the end of the clouds there was this garden that she saw and in the garden she sees two figures 
And she first she thinks that they're angels, but as she gets closer, she starts realizing that it's her two brothers that died when they're babies. Oh my god, they were waiting for her. They were waiting for her, and she actually she was a baby too when they died, so yeah. she she didn't know who they were, mm-hmm. but she just had this feeling like she knew like who they were. Oh my god. So then they had like a family reunion, you know, they hugged everything, and then they started walking through the garden, and she's noticing how beautiful everything is. Like she's like, I could feel the grass under my feet and it feels so soft and like the that air smells beautiful. good. Yeah. yeah and, and she even described that she was able to see colors that she's like never seen before, doesn't know the names for them. Wow. And then as she kept going, she started noticing a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. And she said that they were all from different time periods. She knew who they all were, but she didn't know how. Like it was just a knowing that like she a had. Familiarity. Right. And she described that she said that none of them were old, like they were all younger than their 30s, and they all had like a glowing feeling, like glowingness coming wow. out of them. That was probably like her version of heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. So then all the spirits and like her brothers and the presence of love that she said she felt, they all gathered around her, and then she started seeing an old-fashioned movie, like it looked like an old-timey movie. Yeah, and it was her life like flashing through her yeah eyes. it was her life since she was a baby to when she died she said that after she she saw it that she just felt like wow my life was really boring oh my god that's so sad like if she didn't feel judgment but mm-hmm. she felt like wow my life was really short and yeah. that there was something missing to it and then she learned that at that moment she started learning that like god didn't judge her and everyone was like loved her like she just felt a huge amount of love then she heard a male voice said what you put into the universe will come back to you wow she said that she felt like she was hooked up to an ivy bottle of knowledge she said that she just had so many divine moments and she was learning how the universe was put together and how it was all very simple but humans make it complicated she learned that what you say your actions get put into the universe so she called it like the boomerang method Mm -hmm. she says like what you say your actions like when you put it into the universe it goes and it grows bigger and stronger and it comes back to you oh wow so if you're putting love you're getting love back but if you're putting like stealing and cheating like that's what's going to come back to you i could see that like karma Mm -hmm. so that was like a life-changing lesson for her because she said that she never felt it like that Mm -hmm. she didn't she never felt She didn't understand that. Yeah. So she continued to look around and she was like, oh my God, it's such a beautiful spring day. Like she just felt really like good Mm -hmm. there. She noticed that there was like a huge moon in the sky. It wasn't a sun because the light was coming from everyone. What? Yeah. Because everyone was glowing. I wish I could like be there with her and see what she saw, you know? That sounds so pretty. I know. Her brothers at that point, they told her that she died. Yeah, so she she says she wasn't afraid. So she like she was looking down at herself, like she was just like accepting that, and she was looking down at her her hair and her clothes, and like she could see that her body, like it was still her, Mm -hmm. but she just felt really light and bright, and she was glowing too, like how they all were. So then they kept walking, and she saw a beautiful city, and she called it the glorious city and there was like a golden wall like a barrier around the city she saw where like the baby and children go when they die like they were all like running around and playing 
and I guess like her the children's relatives like dead relatives take care of them it's so beautiful I know and then she saw a hospital and there were like healing pools like in the front Mm -hmm. and she says that that's where people who have like traumatic deaths go to heal to the healing pools that's crazy yeah and that there was also like a library that was full of books and it was like huge like this huge library and then there was a grove of trees and in the grove she saw what she said was jesus Mm -hmm. and that he walked up to her and smiled at her and then he said i love you i am with you don't be afraid and then they walked to a stream with a log and she sat on the log and jesus walked away then there was a man who was sitting at the other end of the log and she said that it was god yeah and that he looked over at her and he said what would you do if it was just me and you and she was confused she was like huh like huh? What do you yeah mean? so he repeated the question what would you do if it was just me and you and she was still confused <laughs> that would be me like, i'm like how do i answer that explain this? <laughs> so they got up and walked to a clearing and then he waved his hand over the sky and when he waved his hand you could see the universe so she looked at god and she answered his question like, what did she tell him and she was like no because if it was just me and you you would be tired of me in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so he like laughed and then they both were laughing <laughs> oh god has a sense of humor yeah so then they walked back to the log and he asked her the question again what would you do if it was just you and me and she still didn't know how to answer so she started noticing this oak tree in front of her and she saw like the nutrients being absorbed into the tree and she saw like how the leaves provide oxygen and how everything's connected she thought like it doesn't matter how tiny a god's creation is it's still god's creation yeah and it's all important because it's all part of a system it was made like that for a reason yeah so she started like court like thinking of everything and how everything is god and like how there's god in every single thing and she's like even the cruel people like even the cruel people god is still in them they just need to like look deeper within you know to find it yeah then he asked her when you look in the mirror what do you see and she said god you made me you're in me so when i look in the mirror i said you i I see you and he said yes that's right you are not the things that the world tells you you are because she like grew up like she was a chubby kid yeah and like she her probably her self-esteem was low she had low self-esteem yeah and so like everyone she just didn't see herself that way Mm -hmm. and then that's she after that like she had a huge revelation like she was like you're right like i'm way more than Mm -hmm. like the universe yeah told her that she was then these two angels came and they took her to a lake and she looked into the water and she saw earth and future world events wow she saw really dark clouds over different capitals of governments and riots of people overthrowing governments and then she saw that our money system will collapse and we would be going back to the barter system she wasn't sure why she was shown these things but then the angels told her like these things don't need to happen if humans can change why do i feel like we're headed towards like revolution though like, Me if too. things don't change soon, you know, people yeah. are kind of getting tired of our current system. Mm-hmm. It's not working anymore. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I feel the same. 
Yeah. So then after that, she was sent back to her body. And when she wakes up, she like sees all the tar marks, like her phone that she had was like all burnt and charred. Wow. And then like she wait, just, she woke up again. Yes, yeah, she came back to her body. <gasps> so she woke up, and then her body was just in this horrific pain. Oh my god, pobrecita. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, but she probably felt like so at ease after seeing all that. She was just like, it's gonna be okay, you know, yeah. like, or maybe she would even be okay with her dying. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. My god, that must have hurt so bad. I can't believe she survived that. But, dude, that was such a good story. I, I literally wanted to cry. Do you have any near-death experiences, like personal? No. No? You've never had a near-death experience? No. I had to. You did? <laughs> I had to. I, I just had to. Uh, one was when I was little, but I don't really remember because I was literally like three. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I don't even want to expose myself because it's kind of gross. Tell us. <laughs> So I had a habit of like eating things off the floor. How old were you? I was like three. Okay, you're three. And my mom took me to the park and she wasn't paying attention to me. I think I was walking behind her. Bad mom. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you know like those gums that are like so old, they turn black on the street? Yes. I like literally scratched one of those gums off and I ate it. No, you didn't. And I could not poop like so my belly was getting super no. round it had been like two weeks and i hadn't pooped so then i went to the doctor and they were like doing everything and they basically told my mom there was nothing that they could do like i was gonna die are you serious like i wasn't pooping at all and so my mom i don't know if you've heard like where they yes they, back. yes yeah. they like pull your skin and yeah. it cracks basically she fed me like a ton of oil uh-huh. and i ended up eventually using the rest she of healed you she dude? healed me that's crazy. Yeah. And then the second one, I I blacked out. We went to the beach. We went to Acapulco on a family trip. And the current was picking up. So they set like these ropes that people can hold on to so they don't oh, get no swept away by the ocean. So I was holding on, but it was starting to pick up. And I was little. I was like eight. And I didn't have the strength to keep holding on. So I let go. But as I let go, like the rope cut my hand. Oh. <gasps> And it hurt so bad. And, dude, I was, like, yelling for my life. I was like, someone help me, you know? And so, like, my sister was trying to reach me, but then she would have to let go of the rope in order to get me. So then she tried her best, but I, like, left. And I got swept under the wave. And I just remember, like, spinning. And, like, my eyes were open. And I would just see the sand and, like, water. And, like, everything was spinning until I blacked out. (gasps) You actually blacked out. I actually out. blacked out, but like luckily another wave took me out and they like pulled me out by my hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but way. it wasn't scary. Like I didn't even feel like I was drowning or like really. I didn't. I just like just remember seeing like the water underneath and it looked so pretty and like just the sand and that's it. Like you're like oh, I, it looks beautiful. I was like Dang. you're like dying. <laughs> I'm like dying, passing out. Yeah lungs collapsing and everything like yeah and then everything just went black did you have water coming out of you after yeah i was like like throwing up water oh man you were like (laughs) (laughs) yeah in spanish in spanish (laughs) (laughs) anyway but um i I also have have a story i don't have any near-death experience at all you live more ah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) no that's good (laughs) live more true (laughs) <laughs> um but i also have this story 
and it's about Bud Evans, and I found it on guidespost.org. Tell me about Doug. And so Bud Evans is a soldier in Iraq, and while they were on a mission, he is basically like with other soldiers, but he's ahead of his unit by 45 feet, okay? And like out of nowhere, like other gunmen from the opposite military come out and they start shooting at them. So he already knew, like, he prepared his body for impact and he ends up getting striked by bullets. And so basically, one of his other soldiers that's nearby pull him to, like, um, a safe spot and he's starting to, like, um, feel all the pain. He, um, he like, starts kind of gasping for air because I think it got close to his lung. And basically, he just blacks out. And when he blacks out, he feels like he's underwater. But he doesn't have the sensation that what? he's drowning. He just sees like the water and he's like swimming in it and it feels like nice. He says that he feels the same thing like love. Um, like he just feels good. And basically his life starts flashing in front of his eyes. Like it changes completely. And not only that, but he also sees what his life could have been. So his dad is out an addict and his mom is no like way. neglectful she never showed him love like growing up so he sees himself getting adopted and the life that he could have had if that had happened and he also sees what could have happened if his mom didn't leave his dad he would have ended up in jail or also becoming an addict so then he's like oh my god like these are all the possibilities my life could have turned into so then that changes and he hears voices he doesn't have visuals anymore and it's this woman saying, I love you. I love you, babe. And he also hears children saying, I love you, daddy. What? And he just like literally knew that that was his wife and children. But he was 19 at the time. He didn't have a wife or kids. <laughs> I know. And then he was like, oh, my God, that's worth fighting for. Like, <gasps> I cannot die. And he basically came back to consciousness. And same thing. Like, he started feeling all the pain. And he saw, like, the medics, and he was getting, like, sent up into a helicopter. And so he went to recovery, and he was really depressed because he was going to be um, discharged because he couldn't work. He needed uh -huh. to recover. And he was basically living with his parents, and he was, like, really proud of being in the military because people would make fun of him. They would tell him that he wasn't good enough to make a career out mm -hmm. of anything or even in the military so he wanted to prove people wrong but now he couldn't you know and so his parents thought it would be good for him to socialize with people his age so um they reached out to a family friend and they had a daughter the same age as evan mm -hmm. and they started like talking and everything and he just knew that that was going to be his that wife that was her yeah and they ended up getting married and he, they had two kids yeah oh and so God. like now when he hears his kids say like oh i love you daddy like it takes him back to when he first heard their voices oh my god i, I cried that's such a cute story i was like reading it and like crying oh my god it's just weird how everyone's like visualizations are different yeah you know but same thing like they see like their life mm -hmm. and like i wonder why he saw what could have been of his life though Maybe to show him that his life wasn't bad. Yeah. The way it went. It could yeah. have been worse. Yeah. That's so true. Because it probably, too, has to do with, like, your current mental state. Yeah. And his mental state was 
my life is sad mm-hmm. and so when he went when he died he was given that almost like the first story where she's given the knowledge of everything and kind of connects it yeah like he's given that knowledge too but in a different form definitely so like future like your future is gonna get better uh-huh it's not only this oh he ended up um not going back to the military but he was okay with it like everything Dang. ended up working out fine and the girl that he ended up marrying was like a future teacher and they just had a really good life after oh, i know he knew that's like that's tears coming out of me <laughs> me too oh i have another story i feel like a lot of people can relate to like near-death experiences but there's something called a shared death experience that's even more puzzling shared death experience yeah and i got this from cnn and basically it's this guy william peters he's doing volunteer work in a hospice and he is assigned to ron and ron used to be a marine and so basically he just sits with him three hours a day and they're just talking like about their adventures and stories that ron would go through and he even met family members and friends that would visit him And then one day, Peters is with him, and he just feels like his soul leaves his body. And he also sees Ron's soul leave his body. And, like, Ron is looking at him. Like, they're looking at each other's souls, and they're just smiling. And they feel, like, the warmth and everything. And, like, he's freaked out because he's like, I'm not dying. But, you know, like, what does this mean? And, like, basically, his soul goes back into his, his body, but Ron's doesn't. Like, Ron ends up passing away. And he basically shared that moment with him, even though he wasn't the one dying. Ron was. And it was just crazy because a lot of people have, like, shared stories about this phenomenon. Like, nurses who are around death a lot. Mm-hmm. Or, like, soldiers who see their comrades passing. And this is a phenomenon that has been studied since the late 19th century. Freaky. Yeah. Rena, I think she says that you can feel like death nearby when when some of her patients have passed. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah, I know like David's grandma, she used to be a hospice nurse too. So like everywhere David has everywhere she's left, David has felt like her house is haunted. Oh no, like they get attached to her. Yes, like they get attached to her. That's scary. I don't know if I could do that. I guess you get used to it, though. Yeah, she like, was used to it. it. Yeah, she was like, she didn't even care. Like, she was used to it. <laughs> I, I need to be like that. Oh, my gosh. I know one time there was this one story that I heard. It was in a podcast. It was a long time ago. I can't remember which podcast. It was some person was dying. Yeah. And while they were dying, they were, no, yes, with- they were resuscitating them. So this person, their soul left their body. And while it was leaving the body heard a baby crying so it followed the baby in the hospital and what happened was he saw a nurse drop a baby and the baby's arm got broken like he saw the like an x-ray vision of the baby and they saw that the arm got like broken Broken. so then the baby's crying and crying crying and this nurse acts like it didn't happen she just picked it up yes put it back yes so then the the person gets back into his body or her body i don't know if it was a male female but the it gets back into the person's body and then they wake up and they're like there's a baby that was hurt 
like there's a baby that was hurt like you guys need to go find the baby that's hurt because the nurse dropped him oh he ratted her out yes <laughs> so then oh, they found crazy. the baby and there was a baby that had an injured had arm. an injured arm that was just like a newborn baby oh my god her baby you're just so bad i know that's crazy yeah maybe that was like their mission in life i don't know maybe i don't know that's trippy or maybe like they were dying and then kind of like traveling through and they're like wait yeah i think that's what happened like they were just because they're they weren't dead yet like mm-hmm. they were trying to resuscitate them so they were still holding on their still their whole their soul was still like in that area yeah so it like attracted but it, the person said that when their soul was leaving their body that they could hear like the people's thoughts and like everything that was going on like they knew everything that's so crazy so that makes me think like you know when people are in a coma and like people go visit and they'll like talk to them mm-hmm. and everything do you think that that's the same like do you think that they can hear too? maybe like they hear it and then they like forget it once they wake up once they wake up like they get amnesia yeah oh I maybe see that. but uh, have you ever thought about like what happens to you like after you die i i have and i think it's really customized to who you are you know just like these people like they have similar experiences but very different in what mm-hmm. they saw and visualized so i feel like it really depends on who you are and what you've experienced yeah but I don't know, like, I used to be so scared of dying, and a part of me still kind of is, but then after reading these experiences, I feel like I'm not as scared. I feel like this world isn't even that good to be, like, living in, you know? Right. I don't know, I'm not scared. I've heard, like, different things, like, different stories and stuff, like, when people, they die, then they're shown, like, how to pick their next life. Yeah. Like, they go into... Like, I've seen, I've heard people say that they walk into, like, a big meeting. It looks like a big board meeting type of room. Yeah, like an empty room. I've heard that, too. Yeah, and they, like, pick out, like, what they're, like, make their soul contract, basically, you know? Yeah. write it all out, and then, like, go. Then they, like, get sucked into a tube. What? And then, like, it takes them, too. My mom told me, like, something kind of weird the other day. She was like, I'm tired of living like this is the last lifetime I want to do like I don't want to be reincarnated like she was telling me that she's like I'm over it like I just want to be chilling with God Uh. like like, I don't want to be reincarnated I'm like yeah like if it's up to you you know yeah would you want to be reincarnated or would you want if you had the choice would you not be reincarnated again oh my gosh why do I feel like I've never thought of this that's such a good question. Would I want to be reincarnated? Honestly, I have like this weird feeling that this is my last soul yeah. journey. Like it feels final to me. Yeah, that's good. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. I feel like obviously there's still a lot of healing and like stuff to learn, but I feel like some part of me understands it all. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like once you understand this universe, I feel like you're good. And I feel like my mom's gotten to that point. Like, I don't know. Like, my mom trips me out because she used to be not like close minded, mm-hmm. but she has like evolved like another level. Really? Like, my mom, she will meditate and like, like my mom is tripping me out because really? she's so like above, like thinks so differently, especially from her generation. Right? Yeah. That's I'm just thinking. like. 
Like, she needs to come on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Really? So what yeah. are, like, some examples? Like, she is ready to sell everything and, like, go live, like, in a rural, like, mountain by herself. Like, she's to that point. And she's mm-hmm. told me, like, if no one follows me, I'm okay with that. Like, I'll go by myself. Like, she's getting to that point. Your mom is me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Yeah. I feel like when they retire, like, they're going to go away and, like, just live off and sustain themselves, That's awesome. you know? I want to do that, too. I want to have, like, my own farmhouse somewhere. I don't know where, but I want to have, like, my own land mm-hmm. and grow my own food. Exactly. And, like, have chickens. Mm-hmm. That's what she says, like, for in the Matrix, you know? Like, she said, it just doesn't make sense the way that we live. And it's so true. And Ooh, like, this is good for our next episode. <laughs> it would be, huh? Yeah. But my dad doesn't get it. He thinks that she's crazy. Really? So she doesn't talk about it with people. Oh, she, that sucks. Because know. I get her. Yeah. I get where she's coming from because I feel the same way. Like, I, I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm woke. <laughs> You woke age. I'm not, like, I guess that's the only way to explain it. Like, yeah. You know, you're woke. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not woke, guys. But <laughs> I feel like TikTok has helped a lot in a way. Like, yeah. I don't want to be cringe and say, like, yeah, say that. But I love TikTok. Like, people, the good thing about TikTok is, like, you get to see or think what other people uh-huh. think about. And you've never even thought of something like that, you know? And I'm like, that is so true. Yeah, we it's been used as a really good tool for like getting yeah. information out. Yeah, there. I feel like that's why they, the government really wants to shut it down. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, huh? Well, yeah, I just feel like once we die, we could choose like what we want to do. We could choose if we want to continue to reincarnate or we could choose to just end it. But it's called like I forgot what it's called. I think it's Ascended Master or something. It's like when you've already reached that level of enlightenment, like Buddha or Jesus, like when you've reached that level of enlightenment, you don't need to be sent back sent back anymore because you already learned all the lessons. You already know everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I, I hear like um your pets too. They're like your soul animals. Like they'll come back and like guide Aww. you through life, you know? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever felt like that with, like, your pets? Like, yeah. I feel like I've known you my whole life, even though it's only been, like, a couple of years or something. Damn. You know? Well, I feel, like, really connected to my pets. Like, Peaches, I feel like she has helped me a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, emotionally and stuff. And, like, same with my cat. Like, he, I feel like Lou protects me. Really? Yeah. Animals? Like, he protects me, like, spiritually. I was going to say, the animals protect you so much. Like, they will put a shield over you. Yeah. And, like, their number one priority is to protect you. Yeah, I feel like Lou protects me and Peaches. Like, she, I feel like she protects me emotionally. That's good. Same. I feel like my dog really, like, they motivate you. Like, you have to take them out in the morning or, like, you have to walk them. Mm -hmm. Like, it gets you to go outside more and, like, be one with nature. I'm not (laughs) outside more. I really do need to be outside more. (laughs) That's because I have a big dog, so... He needs to be walked. He's a big boy. Consistently. Well, I think this is how we're going to end today. This was such a good episode. I feel like I learned a lot. 
this was our near death experience episode if you didn't pick that up (laughs) (laughs) well you probably read that in the title too um if you guys have any near death experiences or any cool topics you want to talk about please send it our way we're still waiting for emails. <laughs> have we even checked our email? Yeah, I'm on it right now. No, no one There's, has emailed us? Nobody has emailed us. Wow, email. you guys are fake. <laughs> <laughs> email us. Email us. We want to hear stories. Um, at Preoccupied. Yeah, gals or anything you guys want to hear. Gmail.com. Like any topics you guys want us to discuss, we're open to. Yes, if you want to send us topics, if you want to send us stories if you want to send us pictures Ooh, i love that videos selfies selfies show us your pets oh i want to see pictures of pets that'd be cute um you can reach us at preoccupiedgals at gmail.com or follow us on our instagram at preoccupiedgals podcast tell your friends and family yes yes don't forget to follow and rate our podcast Oh, I saw we got a, like more ratings. Yes. I'm mean, so happy. We're at 10. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, we're going to manifest that by the time our by the time this gets posted, we already have like 50 followers. <laughs> 50 of you. Right now, how many do we have? On Spotify, we have like 30, 29, I think. We have 30. Thirty. We, we want fifty guys. Come on. Come on. We could do it. It's free. <laughs> it's free. We're still working on getting our <laughs> episodes I don't even on say other that. platforms. Um. So be on the lookout. You know, we're still new, so we're learning how to definitely do everything and put everything together. Mm-hmm. So just be patient. See, so we'll post any updates on Instagram for sure. And we are. The preoccupied girls. Bye. Bye, everyone.